0: up chicas it's friday which means it's time for tgif these videos are all about looking forward to 40 while taking a look back at the 90s and y2k moments that shaped us into who we are today any products i use while filming will be linked in the description so to inaugurate the series i figured the best place to start would be a deep dive on none other than tgif so let's kick it back like it is 1993 get cozy and get ready to press rewind I think that it's pretty ironic that the beginning of the Full House theme song is whatever happened to predictability? Because that is what TGIF was for me. TGIF for me as a kid, like you knew what was going down on a Friday night. It was something you knew that you could enjoy with your family and shows that your parents could be confident about. And that is all thanks to Jim Janicek. So Jim Janicek is a producer at ABC. And Jim fondly remembered gathering around the TV with his families on Sundays. He wanted to recreate that, so ABC launched none other than TGIF. Which, by the way, guess what? It doesn't even stand for what we've been thinking it stands for this entire time. It actually stands for, thank goodness it's funny. I never said that. I never heard that in my entire life, so whatever, but that's what it stands for. Also, my mirror is right down here, so that's what I'm looking at when I'm not looking at you guys. It gets a little confusing. So when they pitched TJF, they wanted it to be content that parents could count on that would be consistent they also wanted there to be a life lesson in there and that's by if you notice like most of the shows from tgif were always like a miller boyette production i think it's bob boyette and tom miller they are the two on that production team and they wanted the shows on tgif to have two key elements and that was heart and also that fantasy narrative of like a father sitting on the couch and asking asking what's wrong and that's actually something that their team coined as Miller time because I guess that was something Tom Miller really wanted to happen. So for an example, like I remember some of these lessons and hard conversations so clearly. And trigger warning because TGAF gets a little bit heavy sometimes. Just this example I'm gonna give does mention like abuse but does anybody else remember when there's an episode of full house and stephanie gets paired up on a group project with charlie i think charlie was his name Anyhow, she doesn't like Charlie. Charlie's kind of like rude in my head. I feel like he's wearing a leather jacket. Like I can see what he looks like. Like he's kind of rough around the edges, the bad boy in the class. Stephanie was not a huge fan of him and he kind of teased her sometimes and she was not excited at all to be paired up with him for this project. So while they're working at the house, cause he came over to her house to do the project, Michelle comes in and she's like, Stephanie, you totally Forgot to take out the trash. Dad is going to deal with you when he gets done. Steph is like, oh no, my dad's going to kill me. I totally forgot to take out the trash. Yada, yada, yada. So she says that and Charlie's like, oh man, your dad beats you up too? Or something along those lines. Like I'm not quoting these directly. Stephanie is like obviously confused at this point because, you know, she's just saying, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get talking to by her dad Danny, but Charlie just misunderstands that because he just thinks maybe that this abuse that he's experiencing is normal. So he opens up about it to Stephanie and he like makes her promise that she won't tell anybody about his father's abuse. Anyhow, this is a rambling on Steph is, like, obviously, like, really on edge and unnerved by this information. It starts, like, really affecting her. And one day, she's having a little bit of a heated conversation with Michelle, which causes Uncle Jesse to come in and, like, get to the bottom of what's going on. So she tells Uncle Jesse, and he reports it to the police. So then Stephanie comes to school the next day, and her teacher says that Charlie's not going to be in school for a few weeks. And when she comes home and tells Uncle Jesse, it is revealed that he's in foster care, and Stephanie helped him to get out of a very unsafe home situation. It was a very emotional episode. The scene ends and it's Danny coming in and bringing pizza for his family and Stephanie runs up to him and gives him a great big hug. So she appreciates how good she has it now. TGIF, like I was eight when that episode came out, guys. So... It really was my first introduction to a lot of these like real life issues. Kind of the beauty is they created this environment where I was already on the couch with my parents. It opened up the opportunity to have these conversations with them. And I can ask them questions about these things. Anyhow, so that's a long story short, long story long. That is an example of like that Miller time element that they wanted to make sure that their shows had. This stuff stuck with me big time. Anyhow, let's get into the lineup. In 1989, TGIF opened up with like cartoon mice. And I don't remember this intro as many times as I've watched it on YouTube. I don't remember it. It's two mice and they're going up a clock and they really do very clearly say, thank goodness it's funny. I just don't remember that at all. I was four. Initially the hosts were the two actors from Perfect Strangers. Eventually different characters from the different series, shows would come on and host a weekly segment. And they usually were in character when they did it, and I just remember loving that. They were special hosts from time to time. I for sure remember when Hansen did a special TGIF series with their song, And then the more iconic opening that you may remember is the one that was like, it's Friday night and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, TGIF that's the one that i remember the first lineup we start out with family matters i had no idea is a spinoff series of perfect strangers like did anybody else know this apparently harriet winslow was a elevator operator in the show perfect strangers i think carl winslow even makes a cameo in that show so they do a spinoff they call it family matters oh another side note jaleel white urkel he didn't get introduced to the series until episode 12. So in the 12th episode, he comes in doing his like big-time nerdy gig. But did I do that? And the producers were like, holy crap, like this this kid just changed everything. And that is when they had the conversation for him to be a series regular, and he really just took over. The show, and he actually has a lot of interviews saying that he didn't really feel well liked on the show because he was never like officially supposed to be in it. I found that extremely interesting because, as we all know, he carried the show, he was very iconic, very. Um, huge iconic part of TGIF and yeah thank God, thank God for Steve Urkel After Family Matters was again the perfect stranger show and then Just the Ten of Us. At this point I was probably in bed. I don't remember those shows very well at all. So then the next year, I think this is about 1990 Full House is still like the opening to TGIF but then they introduce Dinosaurs which what a weird show. Like what a strange show but I loved it. I just remember loving it so much as a kid, and you can actually stream it live on Disney Plus right now. It was so random for that, not the, what was it? Not the mama, not the mama. That little baby would just always be saying, not the mama. But when I was researching this, apparently that was something that one of the producer's sons or one of the writer's sons always said. So they wrote it into the script. So somewhere there is Now, a grown adult man who, something he said as a baby, that's where that came from. And I think that's adorable. 1991 or 92. Full House eventually moves to Tuesdays, which for some reason, I had forgotten. Like, I could have sworn that it ran for more than two seasons on TGIF. But no, it was about two seasons. Then they went over to Tuesdays. Clearly, we must have all been sitting together on a couch on Tuesdays and watching it too because I do not remember missing an episode. Yeah, it's 1991 that that switch is over. Family Matters starts your lineup for TGIF at this time. And then we have Step by Step. I didn't remember this. I had to go back and watch this. Does anybody else remember how... Step-by-Step step started because it's kind of like a crossover from Family Matters. Steve Urkel in the episode of Family Matters right beforehand is, I don't know what he's doing, but he's got like a jet pack on and he launches off into space with his jetpack. Fast forward, we are watching Step-by-Step step and the Lamberts are this blended family and they're having like a picnic or something in their backyard. Steve Urkel, on a jetpack, just <laughs> lands on their table, their picnic table, and the whole, like, did I do that? That was interesting. Step by step ends up coming into the second spot in the lineup, and then we have Baby Talk, which, again, another one of those kind of weird shows, and don't get me wrong, like, I loved Look Who's Talking. Loved it. Kirstie Alley, queen, miss her being around on, like, programming all the time. She was just there a lot I remember as a kid. But I can't remember ever watching this show on TGIF and I don't think many people did. Uh, It doesn't look like it was a huge uber success. I don't know. Did anybody like it? I think George Clooney was in it. Let me get to 1993 and we are getting good again because at this point Boy Meets World shows up. We are all introduced to the power couple to be Cory and Topanga. We all had super big crushes on Sean, AKA Ryder Strong. And Mr. Feeny was just out here like teaching us all the like lessons. I loved Topanga's hair, just like her style. She was so quirky and interesting. And I just wanted to be Topanga, basically. Okay, I can't talk and do my mascara, so. After Boy Meets World, Kind of a split between hanging with Mr. Cooper and Sister Sister. And we're going to have to do a whole nother episode about that situation. Because when I was doing the research, I just found out a lot about how Tia and Tamara were not treated the same, not paid as fairly as some of their coworkers. And the conversation around race and equality wasn't happening In the same way it is today so i always find that very interesting and i and i want to deep dive further into that as well because i just it's something i didn't think about and didn't have any idea about but was like an issue and while we're on the topic of like boy meets world and just how old they were when they filmed these shows From everything that I read and the interviews from cast, it sounds like all the production team really wanted to make behind the scenes really fun for the kids and life as normal as possible for them. I read somewhere that they hired Bill Nye, the science guy, to come in and teach the kids science. And at one point, Ryder Strong was talking to one of the producers, and was saying, like, I have to leave the show, I need to get my education, and I'm not really sure, to be honest, if this was, like, if they were talking about higher education, like, college at this point, or just more high school stuff, but basically the response from the producers was, like, well, didn't you know, like, that was part of the plan the whole time? Everybody was able to get, like, a really good education on set, and they would go to school for a couple hours, and then they would work for a couple hours, and then they'd go back to school and they'd have homework and then in 1995 they introduced a show that I had forgotten all about and y'all this show like what the hell aliens in the family does anybody remember this because I truly I did not remember it until I went on YouTube and looked it up and then I was kind of like as soon as the intro came on I was like oh yeah I do kind of remember this show But all I can say is, like, Google it and watch the intro. Do you remember this? Like, it is so, it's so weird. It's so weird. That's all, that's all I can say. So then around this time in 1997, when we're kind of all into um, Boy Meets World and Sister Sister, Family Matters, and Step-by-Step moved to CBS on Friday nights. I assumed they just went off the air, but no, apparently not. They were still on the air. They were just on CBS, and I think even, like, some of the actors' friends were surprised their show was still on the air because they just didn't even realize that it had moved. So then between 1996 and 1998, they introduced us to Sabrina the Teenage Witch, um, Clueless, and Teen Angel, They clearly, like, they were aiming to entertain us because we had moved on to this pre-teen age. And I remember liking Sabrina. I wasn't fully invested into it. Um, Clueless, I just, it was really hard to watch because it wasn't Cher, like, it wasn't Alicia Silverstone, and that was, like, that's Cher. And then there was that other weird show, um, Teen Angel. There was some really weird programming. Um... (laughs) for TGIF but I mean that's not as weird as the alien one to me so I I don't know I feel like once these shows started I was like mentally starting to move on from TGIF and that kind of launched the beginning of the end of TGIF for our generation it's kind of poetic right because TGIF was ending because their audience was growing up like the audience was no longer gathering on the couch. Like Instead, we're at the mall or attending other kinds of parties, social events with our friends. They tried to revamp TGIF. They tried to re-release it quite a few times into the 2000s. Um, I think even most recently in 2018. But it's just never been the same. And now everything is on demand. It's just different. One other thing I thought that was interesting when I was doing my research for TGIF is that one of the producers, I don't know which one, had the idea to like extend the fun from Friday night into Saturday morning. So that's when they had that block of television that you might remember in the morning that had Land of the Lost. I loved that. I loved Land of the Lost. I wonder, I wonder if they have Land of the Lost anywhere for my kids to watch, because they might actually like that. I tried to watch Dinosaurs with them and they were like, what the F, Mom? No, no thanks. But I still try to recreate a fun Friday night for my kids. We have pizza every Friday, and they pick a movie, and, like, no matter what, I try to keep that a constant thing for them. So, Mr. Janicek, if you um ever come across this video, I just want you to know your legacy still lives on in our hearts. And the values, like, that you put in us about... These moments and conversations on Friday night, like they live on. Like, even though it's not a block of primetime networking anymore, it was very impactful on my life. So, anyhow, that concludes the deep dive on TGIF today. I hope you guys enjoy these. Like, there's so many fun topics to cover on Fridays. So, I hope you guys will subscribe. So if there's any subject you really want me to deep dive into moving forward, please leave them in the comments below. You can follow along for more like over 35 lifestyle and just daily stuff over on my Instagram and my TikTok at Christy Keen Can. And until next Friday, peace out, homies.